365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Riordan. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store. Hello and you're welcome to episode 10 of Purple Psychology. I'm Maria Reardon. Thank you for listening in 22 countries now and you can check out purplepsychology.com. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, you're welcome back. Thanks very much. This time we're talking about bullying. Yes, I wanted to do a podcast that was a slightly more business angle and then I ended up thinking that this is quite a good universal theme because it applies to people from as young as five in school right through to big corporations. And what are your observations? Well, I think I approach this slightly different to other people because I'm just as interested in the people who are bullies as the people who are victims. I think a lot of um, energy sometimes has gone into the people who are suffering from the bullying, whereas I have to work with the bullies as well. Over the years in my media career, I would have interviewed people in bullying research centres in universities around the world. And it's been fascinating to hear this theory and that theory. What's your theory? Well, in the earlier episodes, we talked about people having two sides to a coin. And so if you're in your most balanced forms, if you're happy, um, if you're working the way you want to be working, if everything is going well in your life, you're very much the positive side of the coin, the head. And you everything is going well, you go into all situations, you don't have any points to score for anybody else, you're quite happy that you're successful, that you're doing well in your job, or you're doing well in school, or your results are going well, you're doing well on the team, you know, you're being picked for everything, you feel like you have friends, you feel like you belong. Most people have very basic requirements as a human being, they need to all be liked, they need to have a purpose or a place, and they need to be able to do things. Is it really that simple? Yes, it really is that simple. And it's very interesting, like when in the homework club, I find it really fascinating when people were with us for a few weeks and they turn around and say very simple things like, everyone likes me here. And how profound can that be in the bigger picture? It's huge because then they go back into their school environment and they they find a niche that they belong in. It may be something slightly quieter. They may not be, you know, on the rugby team or on the hockey team, but they're suddenly running the school library. And they've gained the confidence to find that niche and that place for them. So for me, it's just as interesting when you're the bully as when you're the victim. Quite often, the people who came to me were quite often the victim. And it's like, what makes you a victim? What has that tattoo to your forehead? And really, it's about the fact that you actually don't realise that you allow people to treat you the way that they treat you. And do we teach people to treat us the way we're treated? No, we don't. And quite often, like, we will have, you know generational effects coming from our family and there may have been bullying going on in the household or there'll be certain situations and we may have seen our parents react in certain ways we may have seen them either be the bully or be the victim and we can take on either of those roles quite easily and the other side to this that's that's become very interesting for me is that obviously how you set up the environment so how I set up the school to find that there wasn't any bullying in it um and also, it's very important, um, communication. So there was a very open communication in the school, and I always told the teachers to tell me even the smallest, niggling little thing that happened. No matter how small it was, talk about it, because then it doesn't become something big. And everybody's very aware that some silly little thing happened. Um, it's the same when you go into a corporation. 
in a classroom, a teacher or the principal decides in a school defines the respect level for the environment. But similarly, if you have a boss or you have a CEO, they define the respect level and how everyone is treated. And you don't even realize that. So like really simple things can happen. What can happen in a classroom where a teacher will um, dismiss somebody's comment or they might even be silly enough to call them by their nickname and suddenly you know you have a situation where outside of school on that person's social media they're being they're being called that nickname or being bullied over some silly little thing that's happened in school and that's all being defined in the classroom in a split second when someone doesn't realize it but the same things happen in the workplace like everyone defines the environment and defines what's acceptable and it's quite fascinating we don't even realize that that happens it's been interesting for us in recent weeks. We have been working with a corporation in the United States and I found it very, very rewarding, you know, to work with someone at the top of the organization who's so open. Yes, it's, it's, incre it's incredibly important to be open and to be willing to communicate. And also, like, it's, it's very important to admit your faults and to admit your mistakes. Like, if you're a teacher and you're doing a math problem out on the board and it doesn't work out, I always say to my teachers, well, admit it, you know, you got it wrong. But similarly, when you're a CEO or whether you're a head of a corporation, you don't have to be infallible either. You don't have to know everything. You can say, I don't know the answer to that, I'll need to look it up for you. It's the same, you know, in media, if you're broadcasting, you make a mistake and you don't admit it, you look like an idiot. Yes, everybody makes mistakes. It's a, it's a human nature. So for me, like, in terms of, like, the, the, the sort of guidelines, if you are a victim of bullying, funnily enough, the first thing I do is I ignore it and I don't react. And it's what I tell other people to do. I just don't have any reaction to it. People tend to bully you over things that they think that they can bully you over. They tend to pick on your weaknesses. And children are awful at doing this. So if you don't react and it, it doesn't matter to you and you don't invest any energy to something, you're probably not going to get any reaction. And if you stop getting giving someone a reaction, they're probably not going to bother you with it anymore. If that doesn't work, you then have to learn how to stand up for yourself. And you have to learn how to do this quite impersonally. It's a very personal matter. People only manage to bully you and manage to hurt you because they've picked on something that's very personal to you. If it's not personal, you just dismiss it. You don't care about it. People say silly things all the time because it doesn't really get under your skin. You don't invest any energy in it. And so you don't feel bullied and it doesn't feel like a problem. But when someone does manage to get under your skin, it will be very personal. So in order to deal with it, you have to take the personal element out. And even if you do have to go away and write that out a lot or talk to someone about it or whatever it is, and then you need a very sort of factual, um, impersonal statement of what's happened. And then when you do that or you say that or you say it to someone or you say it to whoever's next in charge or whatever, that makes it much easier to deal with. I've always felt really sorry for people who are bullies. Yes, and for me, from my school experiences, because I was bullied horrendously, I was never that upset with the bullies. The people who really bother me are the people who stand around it and don't do anything about it. So what's your definition of a bully? Someone who looks for a weakness in someone else and uses it to try and gain maximum impact for themselves. And is there a correlation between bullies and personality type, or is it universal? Um, I think... Mm, that's an interesting one. It's reasonably universal, though there is some personalities who are very justice-based and wouldn't bully other people. They would find it very hard to do. Is there a difference between bullying in school and bullying in the workplace? Is it all coming from the same place? It shifts slightly in, you know, obviously when, when you're in school it's quite childish and when it's a bit more evolved most of the time in the workplace 
though the roots of it are always the same in that people feel insecure they're not they're the other flip side of the coin for whatever is going on in their lives and that's the reason they're doing it and similarly the people who are being bullied and who are allowing themselves to be bullied in that way are quite often the flip side of the coin too they're not at their best either the other i suppose i suppose the one universal theme for everybody that is bullied is that they generally don't fit in and i'll talk a bit more about that in the next episode in relation to ourselves because i do notice that some personalities are bullied a little bit more than others that's episode 10 of Purple Psychology. Thanks for tuning in. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, thank you for being here. Thank you. More details from purplepsychology.com. 365 Success app offers a simple daily tip for a more balanced life. 365 Success is a one-year plan over six levels where a new tip is displayed each day. The people behind 365 Success are academic and creative life hackers Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, Dr. Graham Hughes and Marie O'Reardon. Discover 365 Success, available now in the App Store.